0: Welcome to the Master Passive Income Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to become financially independent, live the dream life, quit that J-O-B, that just overbroke job, by investing in real estate so you never ever have to work a job again. Today I am super excited to bring on an investor who just from listening to this podcast have learned enough to buy his first rental property, to actively become an investor just by listening to the podcast. It's super phenomenal. He's going to show us how he did it and how you can too. All right, let's start the show. Hey, what's going on? Super excited to have you here on the show with me. And you know what's kind of fun is, that's actually not kind of fun. It's actually really fun for me because RubeCon is literally like two weeks away. And as I'm recording this, it's exciting to see all this stuff to come together. And with that, I love having this podcast. I love coming every single week and you coming back every single week, listening to the show and what it's been doing in people's life. Now, what I was going to say about Rubecon was, what's really fun is at Rubecon I'm actually going to do a live podcast recording of five of us podcasters. In fact, I've got friends, and you guys know, I've already told you that I have other investor friends that have their own podcasts, YouTube channels, and all that good stuff. And with that, we're bringing us all together for Rubecon to be teaching and coaching and all that sort of stuff. So we have 45 speakers investors, expert investors that have their own audience and stuff. But what we're doing is I'm literally going to have us five podcasters on the stage. And with that, we're going to be talking about the economy. We're going to be talking about how to protect yourself with the recession, how to utilize these interest rates for our benefit, how to make sure we're not going to be hurt with anything that happens like in 2006, seven and eight, as everything was running up, I made more money when the crash happened, and I want everybody to listen to that. So we're, I'm going to actually, we're going to record it at RubCon. We're going to release it here on the channel on the Master Passive Income Show. Now, what I love on top of that is this is a way that I can literally give out information and share with people how to change their life. In fact, I'll be completely honest and say that about 90% of the people that come and work with me at Master Passive Income and the coaches that we have, and you know, get everything that we have from coaching to courses and come to the conference. It's because of the podcast, it's because of listening to the podcast, you know, week in and week out. And I love now, I am able to bring on somebody who listened to this podcast, reach out to me, and it's happened before. I just never thought to bring him on. This happened where. He reached out to me. This gentleman reached out to me. I think reached out to me maybe on Instagram, if I remember correctly, or email. I can't remember. But yeah, if you want to find me on Instagram, go to the Dustin Heiner at Instagram. And I'm not that arrogant. It's the only handle I could find. You know, T-H-E-Dustin Heiner. With that, he reached out and said, I invest in real estate just from listening to your podcast. I was like, no way. This is awesome. Let's get you on the show. Because what it really comes down to regular everyday people, just like you and me listening to this podcast. I mean, like your next door neighbor or somebody that goes to be at the church that I honestly literally have people from my church that want to learn. They came in and they joined the membership that I have where I get the coaching and courses and all that sort of stuff. And they're in that because they are wanting to grow as well. I'm just a normal everyday people, just like you are my guest that i'm bringing on today who literally just from listening to the podcast i think he said he started from the very beginning you'll hear him what he talks about but he started from the very beginning listened through every single one of them That gave them the encouragement, number one, but also number two, the knowledge and the ability to really move forward. And he bought his first property. He's doing a fantastic job. And you'll hear how well he's doing. He's going to keep growing and eventually become a full-time real estate investor, which is super awesome for him. But I want you to hear this because like I said, you can do this. And we are honestly entering the best time ever to invest in real estate. And that is absolutely something that you must start doing. You, If you haven't come to RubeCon, definitely you can come to RubeCon. I want you to be here with us. And I'm completely inviting you. Get 10% off your pass. Use a promo code podcast. Come hang out with us. It's in two weeks. But it, if you listen to this in the future, we're literally going to be doing RubeCon every single year. It's annual conference. This next year, we might be in St. Louis. It seems like St. Louis might be the next place. And now let's jump into today's show where I interview Ben Colangelo, who is a podcast listener of Master Best of Income and has done a fantastic job now investing in real estate just from the podcast. All right, here we go. Benjamin Colangelo, thank you so much for being on the show, Ben.
1: Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be on the show. Man, this is so cool. And so I get people
0: reaching out to me. You know, I have like an Instagram. It's the Dustin Heiner is what I have for my Instagram. I get people reach out to me, DMing me, you know, telling me their wins, their successes and everything, which is so cool. And you reached out to me and you said that, you know, just by listening to the podcast, you got the encouragement and then you went to buy properties and you have two properties now. And what really struck me was you're 22 years old, which I am so excited. I started when I was 27. So I wish I would have started five years earlier. I would have been able to quit five years earlier. But before we get into all that, because we're definitely going to jump into that, what got you started? What got you to want to invest in real estate and maybe change your life as opposed to, you know, go on that career route that most people do?
1: Yeah. So I grew up, you know, in a blue collar family. Uh, my dad is a contractor. Um, and, you know, so I definitely saw, you know, people like working hard their entire life and kind of just looking around at everyone, everyone told me, you know, you have to save for retirement. You have to save for retirement. Um, And myself, I started a landscaping company when I was, you know, very young. So I kind of knew that I was going to be self-employed my entire life. And, you know, with that, you're not going to have a pension or a 401k. So I, you know, kind of started, when I got to about 20 years old, I was like, I need to find something that's going to you know, fuel that retirement when I'm older. So I decided to go into the uh, investment properties, actually. Um, so kind of started poking my head around in it for about a year, year and a half. I didn't jump right into anything um, and you know, kind of definitely had to wait for the right property. Like you say, uh, you don't want to just jump into something just to buy it. Um, So that was kind of my, my motivation for it was to get a property that, you know, in 20 years will be paid for. And, you know, I could sell it and have money for retirement or keep creating passive income.
0: Love it. And creating that passive income is what you know helps us to feed our families and everything and you know afford to do things in our lives. Now, how did you find the podcast? And because uh, I I'd really wanted to interview you and ask you about the process of listening to the podcast and then really getting the courage to do that and, and also having the tools to do it. So talk to me about how did you find the podcast and then talk to me about the process in listening to eventually getting your first property.
1: Yeah. So I had kind of been poking around. Um, I read a book uh, It's called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I'm, I'm sure you've heard of it. Um, and then that kind of, you know, fed the fire under my belly. And then I started just typing into Spotify, like real estate podcast. And I found I ended up stumbling on your podcast. And I started reading it, did a little research on the website. Um, and it kind of, You know, like I had kind of said before, I'd never, I didn't, I just listened to your podcast. I didn't, you know, purchase any of the classes on the website, but it did help me, like you say, to find a good uh, mentor. And I found uh, somebody who I'm a family, it's a family friend of mine that I didn't even really understand what he did at first. Um, And he has, I think, 20 something doors that he rents out. So, I started asking him the questions that, you know, that you kind of need to get going. And it ended up leading me to buy my first property. Having somebody to walk you through it.
0: Now you can do yourself. It's rather difficult and it takes a lot longer. You're going to have a lot of bumps and bruises along the way and potentially lose a lot of money. I've lost tens of thousands of dollars doing it the wrong way. But then I figured out, okay, that didn't work. Let me not do that. But how much better is finding somebody like, let's say you have a family member that invests, like grab onto them. Like, Hey, I would love to help you. And here's my suggestion help them in their business so you can learn. And you could also at the same time be picking their brain or, you know, just be educated by them. And by you doing deals with them or doing a, being a part of their business, you're going to just by osmosis, just literally be in there. You're literally going to be getting firsthand education. So I think that is phenomenal. So talk to me about being younger and you know, you're 22 years old now, you have two properties. You just closed recently on another one. And talking about being younger, was it scary? Because I do get students that are 17, 18 and 19 years old and helping them, they once they start, you know, coming to, to for coaching, you know, joining the membership or anything like that, they already know that they want to do it. Like they're already driven, which I'm like, that helps because if you're not driven, it's going to be really, really hard, but they're already driven. And then once we build the business and then we find the right property, start making cash flow on it, you know, we, we check it out, make sure we can make cash flow. We just buy it and then it works for us. Talk to us about being younger and any hurdles that you had to get through or any mindset shifts that you had to change now. Richard Port has a, a fantastic way to start. So if you haven't anybody hasn't read that, great great book, definitely do that. But talk to us about starting younger.
1: Yeah, so I do want to just clarify my property, it's it's a two family. I don't have two properties. Um but yeah, so I started, you know, I've always been really interested in real estate um ever since I was a young kid, my dad had built a real estate development when I was a kid. So I got really exposed to that. Um, And, you know, kind of like you say, just over broke job. Like I work really hard for my money. You know, I do masonry work and whatever it takes to make, you know, to make that buck. So it's like, you know, I, like I said, like when I'm older, I don't want to necessarily be doing that hard work anymore. So that really was the fuel to my fire Um, and being self-employed, uh, is another really hard thing. Like it was, I can't even tell you how stressful it was trying to get a mortgage when you're self-employed because, you know, banks don't, don't want to believe in you as much as if you have a nine to five job.
0: When you have that guaranteed, quote unquote, guaranteed. The banks think it's guaranteed. Hey, they've been working for two years. It doesn't look like they're going to stop anytime soon. That's money that they are guaranteeing in a sense, or you are saying I'm going to keep making money to pay off that mortgage. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree with that because when I like when students are about ready to quit their job, I say get as many loans as you can right now. Because once you quit your job, it's going to take at least one to two years before you're going to be able to use your credit again. Now there's other ways from commercial loans to DSCR loans, uh, debt service coverage ratio loans, I can teach my students how to do that. There's a lot of ways outside of getting your own mortgage on your own uh, credit, but it's so much easier if you just get your own credit. So that's a, a great step. Now, talk to us about this first property. Where is it at? what was the process of buying it if you don't mind sharing how much you bought it for and what the passive income is like?
1: Yeah, so I just closed on it uh, about a month ago. It's in Massachusetts actually. Um, I was so I was looking in the Midwest like uh, you know you've kind of preached on your podcast a little bit um, just because it is there's definitely some really good deals to be had um, in the Midwest. Uh, but I found a property that is, my property is very interesting. It's it's a two family, but it's also in a mixed use zoning. So I can run my, it's, there's two separate structures on the property and you wouldn't even know that they're connected. They're on two separate streets. It's very interesting, but I can run my commercial landscaping business out of the bottom um, of it so i was looking into actually renting uh a shop if you will call it that uh for my business and it was going to be about three to four thousand dollars a month so i was like you know that's almost that's a down payment right there that i'm just gonna waste in a year on a house so i found this property it was listed for i think it was four hundred and fifty thousand originally and it had been on the market for a while it's like I said, it's kind of an oddball property, um, but the HUD uh, market fair market value rents are uh, three thousand five hundred and forty dollars for the house, which is a four bedroom. So it's getting really good rent. I ended up offering them three three hundred and fifty thousand on the house, and they originally said no. Can you go to three seventy five? I said. I'm holding at 350,000 and they ended up doing the deal. I was, I could not believe it. I was so excited. Um, So I ended up,
0: that's amazing. So recap. So I want you to keep going, but recap. So you, it was, they were originally asking what and then you got it for 350?
1: They were originally asking 450,000. They had lowered it down to 395 um, after it had been on for about a month. And uh, one of the partners in the LLC had passed away. So they just, I think, wanted to get rid of it. Um, So they had been using it as a rental property previously. So the house was kind of set up perfectly uh, for rental already. I just did like some minor painting and whatnot. Um, And then the other building works perfectly as a, I kind of did the home hack, uh, like you've said before. So I'm going to be living in the unit above for a year until... I buy another house, which I'm already on the look for, um, and then using the unit below that, which is the commercial unit for my my business.
0: That is awesome, man. And you're getting so much use out of it and having somebody else hopefully be able to pay your mortgage. I mean, it doesn't seem hopefully, but you should. Like, It's really, really awesome. And I love how you negotiated. Is negotiating Anything Is that hard for you? Is that easy for you? Because I'll give you an example. My wife hates negotiating. She'll gladly pay more than have to negotiate. I'm like, stop it, man. You're wasting money. Let's negotiate. Let's get that price down. I love negotiating. In fact, one of my favorite things to do with my students is literally tell them, well, I'm the third party. I'm seeing both the seller and the buyer. This is what I would offer if I were in your shoes because I'm not emotionally attached to it. They are, you know, oh, it's a deal. I want to get my first one, my eighth one or whatever it might be I'm like, let's not get emotionally attached. This is, this is the wise step to to do. So talk to me about the negotiating process. Was that easy, hard and any wisdom you had in that?
1: Yeah. So I've always been a screwed negotiator. You could say, um, I've honestly, how I got like my down payment for my house was basically like. And I want to pause for
0: a quick second and share that, honestly, I really want you to invest in real estate. My new goal in my life, my first goal was to quit my job in 10 years. And I did that, accomplished that at 37. Now my new goal is to help 1 million people invest in real estate. So two things I would ask from you. Number one, if you get anything out of this episode, please share it with somebody else. Just say, hey, you know, check out Dustin and Master Passive Income. He really wants to help a million people to invest in real estate. That's number one. Number two, I want to get you to invest in real estate. Get my real estate investing course absolutely for free. Text the word rental, R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. Rental to 33777. I'll literally give you my course, show you how to find the area of the country to invest, how to build the business first. You know, I always talk about that and how to find the right properties, how to make sure you're getting experts to do the work for you and scale the business to where you're making $250 or more in passive income, scale it to quit your job. I'll literally get to you or go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. Obviously, it'll be in the description, but I really, really want you to invest in real estate because the more that actual normal everyday people own real estate that are good landlords, the better everybody's life gets.
1: You know, buying and selling items. Um, I've always been like really into, you know, trying to make a profit on things. Um, so that's how for me, I, I know playing hardball. Uh, works sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't. It depends on the the seller situation and the realtors. I'm lucky to have a really good realtor in my area that you know helped me out a lot. Um, but yeah, so I think my mortgage on the house is uh two thousand sixty dollars a month. So I have fifteen hundred dollars for you know expenses and utilities. Um. So there's definitely a you know decent amount of money. I've I've calculated I should be making about three hundred and fifty to four hundred dollars a month on it. So definitely on top uh, of that,
0: you're living in rent-free or mortgage free, and you have a place for your business as well. Is that correct?
1: Yep. Yeah. So I have a rent-free house um that I'm living in and my business, which like I said, I was gonna be paying three to four thousand a month for the two bay garage that I'm getting for free.
0: Oh man, that is. So exciting. And let's say, you know, you saw it, they were originally asking $450, you bought it for around $350. That's a hundred thousand dollars in equity that or just as you bought it lower than it's worth. You could have spent that much money, but you didn't. You know, if they lowered the price $399, you got to $350 or $395. Uh, three uh 350 is a fantastic deal, and you're making a passive income, and you're not paying for your own rent or mortgage, and you got a place for your shop. I mean, that's just a win, 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 win. All over the top. Now, talk to me about the finding and financing. Was that hard? Was it something that you thought, man, I uh, it, w- it would have been better if I did this or that? Like, talk about the finding and the financing portion of it.
1: Yeah. So just like um, you know, some of the other people I know you've had on the podcast, I love just waking up in the morning having my coffee and looking at Zillow just to see, you know, all the properties on there. It's so interesting to me when I get like the emails of price changes and whatnot. Um, so I kind of, I kind of stock those in a way uh, to kind of see, I mean, I can't tell you how many offers I put in on houses right now with the market being so high. It was like, you know, you really do not want to overpay just because the market's inflated. So that was something that I'm like, I put these offers in on the houses. If I get them, I get them. If not, I can't be upset about it. It was a blessing in disguise, really. Um, so yeah, getting the mortgage was very stressful, uh, especially right now. The interest rates are so high, but I was uh, lucky. I did get because I'm occupying one of the units. Um, I did get that good uh, first time homebuyer act, kind of loan it's i ended up getting 3.99 percent, which i was really happy with right now um which is you know because everywhere else i was getting you know six seven percent so i'm saying okay money. i gotta
0: ask how did you get that 3.99 like that's right now like you said it's usually six maybe even seven or eight percent.
1: i i had just called around on a bunch of different uh mortgage lending groups this the company i'm using is hometown mortgage They do it in house. They actually keep the mortgage, they don't sell it, Um, which is why I think they actually just got rid of the program as I closed on the house because of how high the interest rates are going. It was so stressful because I thought originally I was going to be able to put 5% down. And I was so excited. I was like, wow, I can get, you know, I can save all this money for um, some of the renovations that I wanted to do to the property. And it ended up going up to fourteen percent, but it all worked out in the end. Um I got the property. you know, I still got a great deal on it, so I can't be upset about getting you know having to put a little more down and it did end up lowering my payment a little bit, which you know is good in the long run,
0: well, I mean, and getting three point nine nine percent I mean, it is terrific interest rate. I mean, overall, you're going to be paying so much less. I mean, now that the interest rates, I don't think they're going to come down anytime soon. And you know, talk to me a little bit about what what I always try to share with people that right now we're entering one of the best times ever to invest in real estate. And on top of that, we need to be ready to invest. We can't just say like all of a sudden it's, great time to invest in real estate and just start investing, not knowing what to invest in, not knowing how to invest, not knowing where, not having the context, not having all this stuff. It seems like you were obviously with with listening to having a mentor, like you prepared in advance. And now you were able to jump on a property, able to get a really good interest rate, got $100,000 off the asking price. Like, it didn't just fall on your lap, but you've been working towards this. Talk to us about how we need to be prepared and start doing work now so that when opportunities come, we can jump on them. Because there's a quote that I think it's something like, and I'm probably going to butcher it, but I, I'm basically more lucky the more prepared I am, in a sense. Like the more prepared I am, the more I work at it, practice and get everybody, then you can call me lucky, but I work my tail off to get as lucky as I am.
1: Yeah, definitely. I completely agree with that. Um, especially right now, there are so many good deals out there. It's crazy. The prices are starting to come down. I mean, I I wish I had like you know a couple million dollars to play with right now because I'd be buying, buying, buying. Um, unfortunately, I have, like I said earlier, I'm 22 years old, so it's uh, you know the the finances aren't completely there. But I'm hoping you know within probably six, eight months, I can, you know, buy another property um, and keep, you know, keep building, um, you know, but I think within the next year, if you can be as liquid as possible, you know, just ready to pounce on something, make sure you have, you know, a pre-approved uh, approval for a mortgage ready to go. So that way, when that first property comes up, you can just jump on it and be like, hey, I have everything I need. Um, you know, I'm a great candidate to buy the house. And, you know, another thing that I know you mentioned is, you know, live within your means, you know, do not, I live, fru- uh, you know, I, you could say I live frugally. I mean, I don't have a fancy car or anything like that. Um, I pulled up to my rental property on the day I closed of it in a, you know, $500 car that I, I've been driving for three years, you know, and I'm like, this is this is what it's like to be an entrepreneur. I'll buy the fancy car down the line when I'm, you know,
0: when I've made it, you know. 100% absolutely. And now, well, it's also like if that's a goal of yours, absolutely. Like I'm not a big car guy. I have money to buy a car, but we still have one car. It's a SUV. It gets us to and from. I invest in more properties. In fact, that's what I apparently I'm a collector of, of properties. I love doing that. Now, talk to me about as you are finding this property and you want to make sure you have passive income on it and you're you're structuring everything. Was it hard to like you know, get past the due diligence stage? Cause a lot of people they get stuck in it's called analysis paralysis. There's so many numbers or they're looking at so many properties. Was that hard for you? Did that come up or was it like, man, this is a great opportunity? I see it. Let me jump on it.
1: Yeah. So um I didn't get I never bought the green light calculator, but if you don't have somebody so fortunately enough the my mentor had made one pretty much the same so i had been using that to figure out my properties and you know it only takes 10 15 minutes if you don't have that like i don't even know how you'd analyze a property honestly so that is such a key thing to have Is for you it's the green light uh, you know calculator that i would look through a property and i can quickly look at my Excel document and basically see, you know, I can make X amount of dollars on this property a year, you know, I'm cash flowing this per month. So that's the biggest thing. So I can take any property that I see on Zillow, find the taxes, put it in, you know, and then it's so fast to just understand that this could be a property that I want to look into more. And so when I looked at the property that I ended up actually purchasing, I put it in with a few different sale prices to see what the maximum I could pay for it would be. And then I ended up actually going to the property because it was only, it's only about 25 minutes from where I live uh, or, or was living. Um, so it's now, I went there, I you know looked over the whole property, luckily for my family being in the general contracting business, I kind of know what I'm looking at on a house. Um, but if you, you know, if it was somewhere in the Midwest, I would 100% have a home inspection done to see, you know, what I'm going to have to put into this property to make it a good rentable unit.
0: Absolutely. And making sure that you are going to be making passive income. If you can't make, if you don't make passive income on your property, it's going to, it's going to eat you up eventually. So I'm really glad you're moving forward on that. Now, what's the goal for you? Is it to eventually have enough properties to where you're successful and employed and you don't have to do your business anymore? Is it to free up your time? What's your goal for real
1: estate investing? So my goal is I'd ideally like to be retired by 45, 50. Um, because my the way i look at it is i'd like to have 10 to 15 properties by the time i'm 30 years old which is in eight years um so that would be considering if i buy a few two to three family houses you know i'm hoping to have like anywhere from 15 to 20 doors um that i'll be renting out and then i'll have it's not i'm one of those people that you know i don't really like to sit still so not sure if being completely unemployed will be my end goal, or if it will just be managing the properties and kind of doing my landscaping business as more of a hobby than a uh, a job. Um, so yeah, I'd like to. If I the way I look at it is, if I can have all these properties purchased um, by the time I'm thirty, you know, if I make a couple extra mortgage payments on them a year, pending if I'm making good passive income on them, I can have them all paid off by the time I'm fifty-four. And then I will, you know, kind of be retired at that point and just be collecting the check, you know, a much bigger check because I won't have the mortgage on it to carry.
0: Absolutely. And the rate that you're going, it seems like you're going to move even faster. I mean, you're younger and you know what you what's the first one's always the hardest. Getting the second one's not nearly as hard and then branching out to other areas of the country. If that's what you want to do it's not nearly as hard because the, the, the newness of it or the, the risk and scare factor of like, Oh, I'm afraid of what's going to happen. That's gone because you have an, a framework of what you need to do. So what would you say are the like lessons that you've learned throughout this process? Anything that you've you know experienced like, Oh man, this happened. Don't watch, don't do this. Or what lessons can you share with us?
1: Yeah, definitely. So I'd say, like you said, that first property is so hard to get. I mean, I was so nervous, especially I'm still a full time college student. So I was like thinking about this. I'm like, oh my gosh, if I can't get this rented, I'm gonna be carrying a you know twenty one hundred dollar a month payment for how long? But you know, I was kind of eased uh, in the mind by looking at like how high the rental demand is in the specific town that I purchased in. Um, So I'm like, you know, I know I can, I figured, you know, between all the renovations that I need to do, it's nothing major, but I just want to, you know, um, update the house a little bit that way I won't have any problems with it down the line. Um, That's another thing too. That's a huge lesson is that I want, if you're going to do repairs on your rental property, just do them the right way. That way you don't have to deal with it down the line. Um, You know, shoddy work doesn't, doesn't go far. Um, so when I did purchase the property, I, you know, was sitting there and I'm like, wow, if I can get this done in probably three to four months, I know I can carry it for that long. Um, it gives me a little bit of time conservation as well. So if it does, I think I can probably do it in less time, but that was, you know, conservative just in case, you know, I, another, uh, thing right there is that whenever you're doing your calculations on your property. You want to make sure that you're not inflating the numbers because you're so excited about buying the property. You want, you know, I went several hundred dollars less on every, on the rent, uh, you know, maybe a little more on utilities. that way. I know that I'm going to make money on it for sure. It's not like you said before, you don't have to be a genius to do investment properties. It's not really that hard. You just need to, you know, take a little common sense and make sure that, you're conservative on things and, you know, the house doesn't need granite countertops. It's, you know, whatever is, you know, more affordable is fine. Um, It's, you know, chances are you'll be replacing it anyway if it gets broken or, or whatnot. Um, So yeah. So when I purchased the property, I knew I could do the renovations and then I should be able to have it rented by hopefully middle to end of summer.
0: That sounds terrific. And like you said, I mean, you almost have like three units in a sense where you have your property that you're going to be living in, or the unit that you're going to be living in. You have the unit that a tenant's going to be living in. And you also have a two-bay garage that you're going to be able to utilize for your business. I mean, that's that's three altogether. And imagine if you rent it out to a different company. You know, that's a whole yeah. other function of your your property that you have. You could, let's say you find a big, your, your landscaping company's getting business or, you know, it's getting bigger. Or you're saying, you know what? I'm going to sell it to somebody else. You could rent out that thing at just the same. So that is super phenomenal, Ben. And you also have a TikTok channel that you've been sharing this stuff out or sharing more stuff about everything you're doing. Do you want to share that with
1: everybody? Yeah. So my TikTok is, it's the Dirt Surgeon 508 and uh, 508, Dirt Surgeon 508. And it's um it's kind of about my daily life Um as a owner operator in the landscape industry. And I kind of and I'm going to be starting a new series on refurbing the house, and kind of talking a little bit about my journey as a young entrepreneur and uh, getting into the investment properties.
0: I love it, man. And so I'm not on TikTok. But everybody, if you're on TikTok, definitely got to check out what Ben's doing. And you'll get to see that honestly, everybody can do this. Regular everyday people can do this. Like your next door neighbor can do this. You can do this. Anybody can. It's really, really simple. Like Ben was saying, as long as you make sure you do the right things, you're going to be totally fine. But Ben, it's been so fantastic getting to meet you. Also having you be a part of the podcast too and seeing your success. And it's great to have you. Are you coming to RubeCon? I didn't ask that.
1: Uh, probably not this year. I, uh, I'm going to be really busy finishing up my, my final year at school, but hopefully I'm shooting for the next one.
0: Awesome. And next year, it seems like this year it's in Phoenix. Next year, 2024, it might be like uh, St. Louis, maybe the, uh, uh, North Carolina and Charlotte. So i am got a couple places a little closer to you. So that'll be great to have you and hang out with you there too. But man, Ben, this is great. So excited to have you on the show. I really appreciate you coming on, man. Great. Thank you for having me. And that is it for today. Go ahead and get my free real estate investing course. Text the word rental to 33777. R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. You can also join my Real Estate Wealth Builders group coaching, get all my courses. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next show. See ya.